It's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So stay tuned. Let's get on with this because do you know what? We've got quite a bit to cover. I've got a, a fountain of knowledge and story and fabulousness in the shape of someone called Ella Orr that I'm talking to today. And her little brief headline on LinkedIn is social media marketer, step-by-step -step strategy, creation and training. I don't think I said that very well. Anyway, let's let's go on with this and we're going to dig into Ella's story because we're, I'm just, just before we start, Ella, I'm going to share with the, the listeners the wonderful list you gave me of things that you'd be more than happy to talk about. Transferable skills, the relationship between teaching and social media marketing, building a personal brand, posting intentionally on social media, being visible in your marketing, changing careers later in life. And then Ella put at the end of this, is that enough? <laughs> Not with that emphasis. Hello, Ella. Hello, Trisha. It's lovely to talk to you. You're in. Um, I'm here in Bournemouth, and you are quite. You're up north, aren't you? North of Watford, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Is that does that count as the north? <laughs> yeah, it does to me because I'm a southerner. That's it. Job done. Yeah, Leicestershire. It sounds sounds very north to me. That. <laughs> um, I mean, isn't that near? Leicester. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. But it's 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 also a, a very pretty rural county, and and I live in a lovely village in Leicestershire. And you, but you come from a not village scenario, don't you? No, I was born and brought up in London, <laughs> North London. Here <laughs> from North London, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and as, as Alice said, she's actually been in Leicestershire for about 30 years, but still has the, has the Londoner in her. Yes, very much. Probably a bit of sass. That's right. Nice word. Writing that down, sass. Um, so listen, Ella, um, I, I'm, the word teaching came out in that list, and that's because this is highly relevant to Ella's backstory. So let's start with that, because you're in fact i love the way you even put this in your linkedin headline you put x teacher <laughs> isn't there because it's not something you want to put in a box and pretend never happened oh no right tell, tell us how this all evolved i mean how did you get into teaching in the first place oh well i kind of fell into teaching really um because actually when i was younger a teenager and at uh, college in newcastle upon tyne which was the furthest you could possibly get from London. <laughs> I was uh, I was doing a creative arts degree, so singing was my main thing, and I wanted to be a professional singer. And I did a bit of dancing, and um, not 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 so much the acting. Not I wouldn't ever tread on your toes, Tricia. <laughs> but yeah, singing, singing, and but then um, I uh, I kind of met I met somebody at college, and it was it didn't seem very sensible to go off pursuing this wanting to be a professional singer so I became a teacher a sensible job 
that do you know that story will be played out over and over again in fact only mm. i spoke to somebody who said i was going to do that but then i met someone oh no <laughs> no offense to the people that we meet or anything but geez you can keep well, i'm no longer with him <laughs> Um, but you still do you still sing? Tell me you still sing. Yes, yes, I do. I do. Um, I, I mean, it, it's still just very much. Well, it, well, it's not just very much. I mean, I sing in a local choir. And, and I think, you know, I, I would I would like to be able to pursue other aspects of singing. But to be quite honest with you, I haven't really got the time because my no, business no. is, is very big. Now, so you there you are teaching and uh, you fell into it, but then you stayed in it for a long time. Um, so without going, because it would be a whole episode just to talk about Ella's experiences as a teacher, because I always find, you know, the stories from teachers fascinating. Um, so, but let, let's immediately try and tie yes. it up to, uh, to, to the listeners' business world by talking about when you when you finally come through this with all this bundle of experience and then you you set up something else so did yes. you did you did, which way round did this happen did you think oh i've got these transferable skills so let me do this or did you start doing this and then think oh look there are transfer yeah yeah exactly exactly that's exactly it because um i i got to towards the end of my sort of teaching career and um at that time i was in my sort of late 40s and i kind of thought i, I don't really want to do this for the rest of my working life i really really don't and it was all tied up with i think you know the stage the, the things that we go through as women and that stage of our lives and also my mum my lovely lovely mum sadly passed away um and, and i just thought god there's got to be more to life than this and and, and I, but, but the thing was even with all those brilliant transferable skills and that rich experience as a teacher i didn't know what else to do and i was just sitting there on my phone one day looking through scrolling and i thought oh no i like going on social media is there a job in that <laughs> and it turns out that there is social media marketing and that was how i sort of fell into it i just found a course online i thought well, i haven't got a cat in hell's chance of being taken onto the course but i i got taken on <clears throat> and um it was it was great i did a six month um, remote training the course was based down in london but i was here in leicestershire and um, that was really the platform then for me to start building. But of course, in the first year, it was really hard, really hard. It's very hard to transfer from one career to another where you have absolutely no experience of the, the current career. And that's when I thought, well, what can I take from teaching that I can show that I'm worth employing, that yeah. I'm worth people forking money out for? And that was when I sort of brought the whole transferable skills thing in. That's interesting because a lot of people come back to this thing of you've had all this. It would be the same with me with acting or whatever, whatever it is you have and, and the various other things I've done. But you have all this bulk of experience and and it's weird because when you set up a business, all of a sudden your brain tells you that you've got nothing because you've started in this new thing and you're somehow now thinking, oh, but I haven't got anything in this new thing. And you you somehow completely put all the rest momentarily in the bin 
it's weird yeah exactly and the thing is as well is that you you, you get a terrible case of comparisonitis i think that's the word um i spent because i the training i did was aimed at women and it was aimed at women who were parents um i was looking at all these other social media marketers who were you know running families and and but also doing doing the job and thinking goodness me how on earth am i going to get a look in um but yeah, I mean, I mean, I've learned so much since that time. But one of the things that has stuck with me is is a quote, and I won't I won't be able to quote this correctly, but it's something like someone else's middle is your beginning. Yes, it is something. I think I've come right. Love it. Yeah, something like that. And, and and therefore, you know, that's why we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to other people because we don't know what other people have been bringing to the table beforehand. Yeah. So we have to look at ourselves and look at what we can offer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, when you walk into somebody's flashy house and it's all gorgeous, um, you you didn't see it, you know, a year exactly. before when it was tattered and a mess, and they've just put they've just put a lot of work into it, and they've got to that next stage. You know. Exactly. When they were living in a caravan because their house was exactly. with damp dripping off the walls and a bee's nest in the attic. I've got to, I've gone too far. So, um, right. So Ella, these transferable, when you start, so, so you then presumably, as you began this journey, um, so the first thing that kicks in is, oh, crikey, I'm setting up as a business before I was employed as a teacher. Oh. And it's, yeah, so you go, oh. isn't it weird? What happens to us? Oh, it was, it was, it, you know, I mean, there, there, there was an awful lot of navel gazing and thinking well why can't i do this why can't i why can't i get myself going i've done this training i was you know successfully graduated um but then i realized obviously in teaching as lovely a job as it is you are told what to do you know what to do you've got the you know the the plan is all laid out for you and you have to deliver it and obviously there are teachers who are doing a fantastic job of delivering it and getting the results <clears throat> but I thought, goodness me, I've, I've got to, I've got to create the plan, mm. and that was the thing that was really hard. And um, and I mean, there have been so many people who have helped me along the way. But the thing I think the first thing I would say to people if they're starting their own business is you've got to ask for help. Mm. Mm. Yes, love it. You know, you've got to, and you've got to ask the right people for help as well. And it may be that you have to ask quite a few people before you. It's upon the right people. Brilliant advice. That's spot on. Yeah, that concurs so. to my experience. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. And we're all a bit weird, aren't we? We're all a bit. Well, we're, you know, we're we're quite intelligent people who've got all this lovely experience. You know, we're, we're, we can do this. We don't need yeah. help. Um, uh, so that's just rubbish. <laughs> just forget that. Um, and, and yeah, and and you, then you soon discover that everybody else needs help as well. So you. Sort oh of yeah. And then you actually start to realise that actually you've got more expertise than other people because of the fact you've got all these skills and all this life experience that you've brought with you. So throw, throw, us, throw us some examples of, because where, where, where have we come from, that there's the same sort of uh, way of thinking will apply when you, when you need to go back and rummage around properly over everything you've done before. And that could go all the way back to school days, you know, oh, yes. really rummage around and think, hang on, hang on, I was always really, I did that really well, didn't I? And, and that was a thing that, oh, and actually, in a way, that's exactly what, yeah. So 
Can you think of any in particular that struck you as you went along this journey? You just mentioned planning, actually. Yes, I was going to say planning is really important. I mean, it's so it's so much a part of, of, of doing marketing well. And it's something that I'm really, dare I say, trying to educate business owners about because you wouldn't believe how many business owners don't really get where marketing fits in and why it is absolutely essential. They just go straight for the sales. They're out there looking for the leads, looking for the clients, and they don't actually understand the marketing journey. So the whole planning that's in front of the strategy that is required in marketing, the, the thinking about, you know, what your objectives are, why, why are you putting those posts out there? Why are, you, why are you shoving those leaflets through the letterbox when we could shove le leaflets through the letterbox? You know, why are you putting that advert up in, on, on the back of the bus or wherever it is, you know, whatever kind of marketing it is that you're doing, it's got to be, and I, I, I know, you know, the, the messaging behind it has to be really clear and fit in with your, you know, with your, with, with, with your brand values and things like that. You know, I mean, all of these words, marketing strategy branding consistency they all tie into the jigsaw so and it's the same with a good lesson i mean i think i put on, I, I put a post on instagram about a year ago about um the fact that if, if if you are a teacher and you deliver a boring lesson your students are going to switch off and it's the same with your marketing if you deliver boring marketing that isn't clear on the messaging that isn't consistent your audience are going to go and look elsewhere your clients are going to go and look elsewhere your customers are going to go and shop elsewhere oh that's so spot on and everybody now will be going back to their school days and remembering those boring lessons because there were so many of them <laughs> no offense to well i'm going back a long way um but i mean what what made the yeah, what made those, think about those lessons, what made those lessons work? Which are the ones you remember? Who are the teachers you remember? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And, and the teachers that we remember aren't necessarily the ones who always, you know, knew their subject really well or whatever. But let's face it, Trisha, they knew how to tell a good story. Yes. I'm <laughs> rejoicing. I've got my hands up in the air now <laughs> with, with joy at that statement. Is so true. That is so so true. I mean, <laughs> I remember. I do go back a long way. Um, I remember I learnt Latin at school. <laughs> For goodness' sake, that was useful. Um, but the guy, clear. I mean, it was a girls' school. There were only about two male teachers. <laughs> I need to say no more. Really. It was, um, you know, the typical straight out of central casting, Ella. You know, with the sort of yeah. grey hair flipping all yeah. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> torn to pieces at the elbows and, and he just wrote latin words all over the blackboard in chalk all over it you didn't couldn't see anything and uh, he clearly knew his latin of course he did. oh yes no knowledge when it came to latin but couldn't teach for for toffees and in fact worse than that we, and we didn't see the point of learning it no no exactly well i i i i, I did i had latin latin uh, lessons at school as well and do you know what trisha it was meant to be because you because i was good at french because my my parents you know spoke spoke french because my heritage is from mauritius so um you know my parents spoke french i i was pretty good at french at school and so we were i was picked out special 
to do Latin. But do you know the Latin lessons were in lunchtime? So <laughs> you were punished for doing Latin. <laughs> that through didn't they from a motivation point of view that's just brilliant so learn latin instead i got out of it eventually by just bursting out into tears i literally just burst out into tears. <laughs> this poor man didn't know what to do he'd never he'd never been able to deal with a teenager you know, what was that about 11 or 12 bursting out into tears in the middle of his class he just I, I was just ushered out and i don't think i ever went back in again so but it's the same with you you can think of science um i i completely flunked on all the sciences at school yes now i i, I watch documentaries on yeah. physics i mean I, it's really interesting yes i kind of it's the way it's taught with a when it's not boring there's storytelling and i am i am led into a place where i can see there would be value in knowing about this you know exactly exactly this is what this is what builds up the know like and trust that i know is such a well-worn phrase in marketing but when people say oh well i don't you know what do you mean by know like and trust but this is where the whole the storytelling comes in that the hook how you hook your potential clients in how you make them feel warm and fuzzy about your product your service and it can be anything it can be you know a warm fuzzy product product like selling cupcakes or whatever you know or beautiful beauty products but you know you can be warm and fuzzy about selling i don't know tools <laughs> you know um screws and nuts and bolts and everything else you know or car parts or whatever but it's about having the story and 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 and, and as I, but but also and fundamentally as well understanding what your clients pain points are yeah. so that you answer you know if they're asking the questions you know that that you you've got the you that's where you do have to have the answers you know but you can you can share those answers and those ideas with them without it being boring which is what let's face it we see a lot of boring content on social media so i'm just um sorry a bit of a plug for me here ella sorry about this um, <laughs> i just literally i just literally posted something on linkedin and the first line of the post so it's a series it's going to be a video series about um the amount because i go on about being real so it's the amount yes. that you put out there when you're in online meetings because the zoom and the teams world that we've all entered at big time is interesting in terms of communication and I, i'm talking about tweaking and balancing according to the context and the situation blah 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 so but what I'm, the point I'm making is I haven't started that post with um, here is a series of uh, videos, short videos about how to be real on in online. <laughs> I started it with how how much you do you feel you can be when you're in an online meeting, or do you feel like you've got to and then I you know whatever exactly sort of a question and a feeling exactly and a picture basically yeah exactly stir emotions. Yes. stir emotions to begin with and as you say we don't stir emotions by saying this is a you know it's exactly the same it's exactly the same like the story writing we used to going back to that school analogy you know if you started your your story with this is a or even the boring old once upon a time it's not you've, you've lost them you've lost them in the first sentence 
And it's the same with your with your with your audience. You've lost them in the first sentence. That, that, that's why the scroll that you get on social media is like boring, 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 you know, and you've got to try and stop that scroll. Yes. Right. So let's let's dig down on some other. Um, so I, lo- I love the way that you talk, you, you said posting intentionally on social media, which is kind of what we've just been covering there, because the word intentional I mean, yeah, unwrap that one for us. It's important, I think. Yes, because I think every time we post, we need to be thinking, why am I posting? Why am I putting that post out there? If you're a business owner um, and you're, and, and, you know, you've, and obviously all of this comes with a good strategy to begin with, that you've got a tight strategy, you know what your messaging is going to be to get out to your audience. Um, and you've got what I call, con- I like to call them content buckets. So you've got different topics that you know your audience is going to be interested in. And you see, this all then ties in as well with the, what we call the, the customer persona or the buyer persona or the customer avatar or pen portraits. I've heard it called different things, but basically, who's your ideal client and what are they interested in? Now, they may not be interested you may not know straight away that they're interested in car parts or, you know, different types of tools, but they may well be interested in, I don't know, it sounds a bit of an old cliche, This, but, you know, they may be interested in Formula One. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a story about Formula One or vintage cars or whatever, or whatever it could be, that could be the hook that then gets them looking at your products that you sell related to you know, related to tools, the tool industry or whatever. So so it's really important that all of these foundations are put in place so that then you can post intentionally. And so that then every post you put out, which it doesn't mean to say it's going to be a sales post, because I think, again, I mean, I've, I've nicked a lot of ideas from other people, Tricia. I, I, that's what a good teacher does. And I mean, you've got... <laughs> You've got sell, you've got posts that sell, and you've got posts that tell. And really, you should be, if you're going to post, say, five times, I don't know, however often it is that you're wishing to post, then four out of those five posts should be tell posts, and only one should be sell. And that's the, that's the thing about being, you know, you can be intentional through a through a sharing a story post or a, a warming your audience up post, you don't just keep having to go in there with a kill saying, buy this, buy this, buy this. You do that, you drip feed that in. So this is what I mean about intentional posting. But I mean, the one thing I would say to your listeners is every time you post, think, do my audience really, are my audience really going to be interested in reading this or looking at this picture or looking at this daft gift? Because I see some daft gifts put on <laughs> people's accounts. I think, why, why did you post that? <laughs> oh, GIF as in G-I-F. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. <laughs> well, as long as they've got Leonardo DiCaprio in, that's fine. Oh, well, there you go. That's going to hook you in every time, Tricia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. No, you're so right. You're so right. And again, it comes back to, to school and, and, and a good teacher. Um, yes. thinking, thinking about who is there, who is in my class, how am I going to get them interested in what in this what could be a slightly boring topic? We're not going to make because from their perspective at that age, in that time of life, yeah. in this world that we're living in, what is it that's going to 
it is and also the thing is is that re it's remembering because i mean i again I, I get a lot of potential clients saying to me oh yeah but my audience is everybody i sell to everybody yeah. you know but 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 the point is is that if we do have this kind of scattergun approach to marketing and selling then it's 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 not going to earn us you know what, what we want we're not going to be making the money we want to make we can be making money a lot more effectively by knowing who our ideal clients are but 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 not just one type of ideal client you know you, you're going to have different personas different um customer avatars because obviously you've got to remember not not all of your audience is going to be the same like you said just like your class of kids they're not going to be the, or your class of students so you've got to have and this was the thing when i was teaching was that you remember you knew that everybody had a different type of learning style so you yes. couldn't deliver your lessons in the same way all the time and it's the same way with your marketing you don't want to be just sticking to one type of post all the time you've got to vary it do you know what that you've just brought something else into this equation now because yeah the, the old Kolb's Kolb's learning style see just showing off the <laughs> K. um <laughs> i know i know you're talking about <laughs> um but yeah I, I did a bit of this at uni so yes <laughs> raking through my brain but this that is so interesting because when you think about the sort of kinesthetic and the um, auditory and all the rest of it. So all the different ways, you know, so some people want to see videos in a school lesson. Yes. People want to um, hear somebody reading out loud from something. Some people just want to read out loud. Some people want to have a hands-on experiment to make it all come to life where they can. Yes. Things. And and actually we have to do the same when we're thinking, because you're, oh, I love this. Oh, Ella, sorry, I'm very excited. I'm very, very <laughs> excited. Is that okay because yeah. what's happened here is this we all yes we do i am a classic example of somebody who rebelled and rebelled and rebelled against oh you've got to have a customer avatar okay because i kept saying oh, yes there is communication it applies to everybody um finally where i have bit by bit been 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 helped by very good people uh, yeah. and even now in this final phase i'm writing a book i was i was told to do a reader avatar and I was yes like, so you should just do the homework <laughs> and it's yeah. so good but also this person said but don't forget that's your bullseye that doesn't mean to say that dark yes. aren't going to be able to land in all the places exactly around so that was that was really useful but you've gone one step further because you've reminded us all that yes you've got your customer avatar but of course no one person is like anybody else even if they might be in that same arena yeah just like in a class they are still individuals with different learning skills styles you've got introverts yes. you've got extroverts you've got whatever whatever and yes. we've somehow got to build um a strategy that incorporates thinking about all those people exactly exactly and this is why the strategy laying down the strategy is so important and if you can do that in the beginning you know when when clients come to me and say oh i'm struggling with this and that on social media mark with social media marketing or with the, even you know the the the, the um wider aspects of, of digital marketing like website and so forth the thing is everything needs to say fit into the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle and you and you need to have the foundations laid down and when you've got that you've put that hard work in um and you know and i, I talk about this all the time this is why i talk about step by step creation 
And it is it is step by step because you do. And it's this is what's taken me. I mean, I've been doing this now for three years and I'm still learning and I will continue to learn is that is that um, you need to put each of these, you know, sort of building blocks in place. And you'll need to tweak them. You'll need to go back and look at your strategy and revisit it and everything else, you know. Um, but the fact that you've got it there, you've done the homework, which let's face it, many of us don't want to do the homework. <laughs> you don't like it. <laughs> and I used it just then, didn't I? So for goodness sake, we should do your homework. Yes, yes. You've done all of that, so therefore, you know, you, you've got you've got something in place. And the same, if you've got your content themes, you also know which which platforms your audience hang out on, because that's another another thing that businesses say. Oh well, you know, I want to be on Twitter and I want to be on LinkedIn and I want to be. But so, well, you know, just I, I mean, I advise two two platforms. Um, you know, so you've got your main one that you focus on, and then a sort of secondary one, and you can have a presence on. You know, all four or five, if you want a YouTube channel, whatever. But you've got to accept that you're not going to be able to give maximum attention to all of them. So rather than spreading yourself thinly across all of them, really think about where, and this is where, again, you know, knowing about who your ideal client is, where do they spend most of their time on social media? Because let's face it, you know, social media is a rabbit hole. Mm. So... it's much better to know right this is this is a platform that I I think the majority of my customers are going to be on at whatever time of the day is it in the evening is it first thing in the morning do they look at it during their lunch hour is it on at the weekend so you can use all the analytics that are within those platforms to find that out so that you're not posting any old time of the day and you're posting you know and i've seen some really bad practice with the way the way that people post on social you know putting ridiculously large amounts of posts on in a day mm. and you know we all know that the, the algorithms on these platforms don't like that so you know you've got to work you've got to understand the platform and work with it and work with it so that it works to your advantage so then you don't start thinking god this social media thing what a waste of time that is which is what a lot of businesses end up doing and they do it they end up doing it really badly yeah and you lose all motivation when it yeah. when it's all over the shop like that because and it's interesting because for me twitter i think i think i've figured it out now i think i said twitter is a, is a danger zone for me because i always get tempted to make political um statements <laughs> I'm sure this is the last place on earth to make a political statement. Just yeah. hold back, but I go, I go slightly closer to the edge on Twitter with that. Yes, because it's a different sort of platform. Yes, I have a different sort of presence on it, but I am very careful not to to, to realise that my brand could be shattered to pieces. If I'm yes, not. yes. What for me, Twitter works best actually when I comment on other people's. It, yes. It's a real just a, a retweeting. Um, joining in a little conversation yeah. and actually that sort of keeps it alive my thread and it's quite yes it does the thing because it's only a secondary thing LinkedIn is my main one on Instagram yes. I discovered well actually I like taking photos when I'm out and about and all the rest but so the visual quirky stuff and and it just means that I'm there as a human being and people can yes and literally like you said the sort of five in one way every now and then I'll put something on which has a slightly more oh by the way you know I do do this. Yeah. Did you know I've got a podcast? <laughs> I've got a podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Um, 
so it's really interesting and it takes a while to work this out and of course if you get if you want to cut um that time down a little bit i suggest you work with somebody like ella because <laughs> that would exactly what i didn't do um for, for the first two and a half years and and then i sort of started to get but the thing is you get to know the people that you want to work with and it isn't like you said right at the start yes ask for help but it's got to be help from the right people and that's an, and that's a bit of a journey that you have to go on you, you it won't is, get it right every time so. it is it is and you have to find people just like we, we do with friends you know you have to find people who who you, you know you like what they say and um, and their content sort of resonates with you and and i mean this is why you know I've, I've become so such a keen fan of linkedin and i've hung around on linkedin a lot the last 18 months <laughs> but you know i've got myself in with a, a lovely community who i'm so grateful to because but but all of that started with me just commenting on on people's posts yeah i didn't you know step. step by step i didn't i didn't post I, I mean, well, I was posting, but it wasn't that good. Yeah. But, you know, but, but, but I learned from these other people. And why, why was it that they had all those comments? What, what was it that they, you know, what was the structure of their posts? What did they say? What was their, what was their intention? And, that's, and as a teacher, you, a good teacher, learns from their pupils. That's the, that's yeah. the other thing. I do actually sound as if I'm about to burst into a song from The King and Isaac. <laughs> Um, but no, nobody will know that reference who's any younger than me, so we won't go there. Um, yeah, about. <laughs> don't worry about it. And I put a link to it on the show notes. Yes, um, have, okay. you, have you ever been given an apple by any of your clients? <laughs> <laughs> right, I just thought I needed to check that one, but I bet you've been given the equivalent of an apple, like a ruddy good testimonial or two. Yes, I've got, I, I have, I'm always on the lookout for more though. <laughs> So where can people go to start this journey with you? It sounds to me as if the best thing is to start off by just connecting with you on LinkedIn. It is. It is. I mean, I'm, I'm that that say that's where I'm. I well, that to be quite honest with you, that's where my audience is because you know I I I, I work B two B, so um, so I, I I hopefully can help other business owners with their social media marketing. Um, so LinkedIn is, is the main place, but um, I'm, I'm, my business is called Much More Social, um, and that's what um, you'll find me as on Instagram, um, which is my which is my other favourite platform. Um, um, and you know, I hang about a bit on Twitter as well as Much More Social, and I've got a Facebook page as well, Ella, or Much More Social. So, um, but yes, so, and that's, and I've also got a website as well, which again is much more social, which, um, yeah, which was more because it's or you see, and I was going to be M-O-R-R, because my surname is or, so it's supposed to be a bit of a play on that. But anyway, it's, it's, it's stuck. So, um, but yes, I, I would love to, to um, connect with, with listeners. I'd love them to come and comment on my posts <laughs> on LinkedIn. Just told them that that's the way forward. So for goodness sakes, just do it. Now yeah. we got about we got about halfway through that list, Ella. But I knew I that there was no way. I knew there was no way. So as I say to most of my guests, you'll have to come back again because I think we could dig into so much more stuff, and it'll be interesting a year from now maybe to see because you like any good person in business or any human being actually who's doing the right thing um are continuously learning and that's what oh, we yes. do that's what yes yes and that's what i would say i would say to to 
you know, even even if you're even if you're a business owner and you're thinking to yourself, well, where am I going to go and learn learn about this? As I say, get yourself onto a social media platform that you like, and find you know two or three people just to follow and see what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, right. And th- yeah, reach out, ask questions, be curious. This is this is it. And this is what, what life's about, Trisha. And that's Isn't what good, good lessons encourage at school. And, and I know that not all of them are good, but hopefully, um, you know, that, that's what we're looking for. You know, imagine you're the teacher in the class where you're, you're facilitating a situation where those pupils want to ask questions. They want to know more. They're curious. You've incited that curiosity. Oh, I forgot to say, I've gone onto a soapbox now. Yes. Um, no, no, I was just Ken say, Robinson or something. You want, you want, you want to be having, you want to be having conversations with people on, 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 and that's why they say that's why it's called social media. It's be social on it, you know, and don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to comment, because what's the worst thing? What's the worst thing that happened? If, if, if you if you write something and you're not happy with it, you can always delete it. So you know exactly. No, good. That's a good. That's a good way to end. Yeah, if you write something and you're not happy with it, you can always delete it. Except, of course, on those platforms where you can't delete some. Oh, no, let's not go there. Right. OK, so uh, actually, I think on most of those, you can delete, can't you? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an uh, I love this chat. You, there was a there was a couple. I had a couple of massive light bulb moments during that that really, um, really put into very clear terms some some great ideas. And. Um, and I know that listeners can actually go away now and, and start thinking in terms of strategy. And it's not a boring word, listeners. I always thought it was. I totally rebelled against that word when I started up this business. You know, I come from this mega creative background. I was like, oh, yes. hey, don't give me that old strategy thing. You know, <laughs> but gee, it's not boring at all. It's exciting because no. it, it loosens it up your space for being creative when you've got exactly. Exactly, exactly. You know, so and and we, if we say if we put the foundations in place, we can we can create really fantastic content, and then you know we get this amazing audience that just you know you 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 hook them in, and and that is really really exciting, especially if then they they want to come and buy from you. <laughs> so listeners, I can't tell you the energy and enthusiasm that is literally radiating between Ella and myself through this screen. It's it's been an absolute delight. So thank you ever so much, Ella. I'm going to with against my best instincts. I'm going to wrap up now and say thank you for being a fabulous guest, and we will speak again soon. Thank you very much, Trisha. Thank you. Yes! Take action. Try this one small step. Well, do what Ella said. Find the social media platform that you actually enjoy being around and find two or three people that you feel kind of in some way aligned with. They don't have to be doing the same thing as you, but something about, I don't know, their values, their style, or they can be completely different, but you just like the way they make you feel and then follow them and see what they do. And in some ways, copy. (laughs) I don't mean Exactly, but you know what I mean. That's how you learn. A lot of fascinating stuff. You might need some show notes. So head over to trishalewis.com forward slash make it real podcast and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available. I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode.
never be replaced.